Hi, and welcome to the Modern Casanova podcast with me, Troy Francis, which uh, this week is coming to you from a new location in East London, in a place called Shoreditch, which if you live in London or you come to London, you'll be very well aware of. If you don't, um, it is the kind of downtown, hipstery, Williamsburg-esque, Berlin-like area of London, if you want. Um, And that's where I'm living at the moment. I'm gonna be here for a while while I get some things sorted out. And so I wanted to get a podcast up for you guys today because I know I haven't done this for a few weeks and I feel really, really bad about that. And look, I mean, there's no real excuse. It's not like, I mean, it's not hard for me really to find a period of time in order to record one of these and I should have done over the last few weeks and I haven't. So for that, I'm really sorry. Sorry to uh, let regular listeners down and I know there's a lot of you out there. And you know, it does me no good either because this podcast, I was was thinking about this just before actually, um, and it's really a privilege to be able to do a podcast like this because it gives me a forum where I can, you know, talk about things directly to you guys, and that is um, a fantastic thing. And you know, really going forward, the uh, aim is certainly to get this back on the regular. So I do apologise for the break, but um, yeah, I hope you've had a good <clears throat> few weeks anyway. And let's get into this one today. So today the podcast is called Dislocation, and I'm going to keep it relatively short so we can kind of ease ourselves back into the rhythm if you like. But I wanted to talk a little bit about my current situation and then to talk about perhaps how that might pertain to your life, to your game, to your pickup, but also, you know, to the wider elements of really what it is that you want to be doing with your life. Because let's face it, we all know all of us are on the planet for not a very long period of time. And, you know, we want to have a life where we can look back on it and think, well, I, you know, I did what I wanted, come what may, I did what I wanted to do, and that came from somewhere deep inside of me, and I acted on that impulse. And that's really what it comes down to. So back um, earlier in the week, I think this was on October the 3rd, I wrote an article on my website called Dislocation, which you can go and have a look at, I will endeavor to link to it uh, in the description for this. Um, Yes, and it was very short. It was probably less than, it was probably about 300 words, probably less, and quite cryptic. And actually looking at it now, it looks like some kind of a (laughs) cry for help that I put out there into cyberspace. I started off, I said, I am dislocated, cut adrift from what I knew before. This is what I wanted, so I have no one else to blame. And then I go on to say, Not that blame is warranted, I wanted to kill my comfort zone. Today, with some violence, I did just that. I don't yet know how I feel about it. All I do know is that no progress comes about by doing the same things time and again. That is the definition of insanity. Sorry, that, the definition of insanity is repeating the same mistakes and hoping for a different result. Today, I quietly changed the course of my life for good. There are huge opportunities for me ahead. Where I'm going is different to where I came from. Where I'm headed is good. Um, And I put that up and uh, I don't know how many people read it. It's a bit cryptic. It's probably of not great interest unless you happen to have followed my stuff and you're interested in my um, 
journey, if you like. And certainly I got a few messages um, for, to that effect with people saying good luck and everything else. Um, but it, when I read it back now, it does look a little bit like some kind of weird cry for help or whatever. But actually, you know, it's a really good thing. And I have made a very, very big change. I'm in the process of doing that. So I've moved out of where I lived before. I got rid of a load of my stuff. I got rid of probably, I don't even know, 98% of my stuff or something ridiculous. I've got now, uh, in the hallway of this place, I've got about three big suitcases. Sorry, two big suitcases one small carry-on suitcase and perhaps like a bags, a sports bags worth of stuff and that is it. Um, I do have more stuff than that in my apartment in Berlin. Um, so I can't claim to be entirely minimalist yet, but it's certainly going in that direction. I'm certainly going in a direction where, you know, I've got less physical belongings than, sorry, fewer physical belongings than I had before. And yeah, so I'm in this uh, rented place in Shoreditch, in the uh, hip, hipster area of town, uh, for a few weeks. And then after that, I will be moving cities. I will be moving from London across to Berlin. So, big, big news for me, for my life. Uh, a very big move for me. Although, I mean, you know, look, <laughs> I say that, it's not like I'm moving to Antarctica. I mean... Berlin is uh, an hour and 20 minutes flight away from London, so it's not actually very far. And also, you know, as we are still in the European Union at the moment, we're still, you know, we're still part of that block. So it's not the biggest move in the world that you could make. But for me, um, and I've spent all of my life living in the UK, um, I haven't lived for any extended period of time anywhere outside of this country apart from perhaps a month here or there so you know it's quite a it's quite a big thing um and who knows how it will go now the thing with berlin is that people say to me okay well berlin's not good for game it's you know it's not one of those cities that people put up there with the likes of uh i don't know ukraine you know kiev or uh, Moscow or you know anywhere else or Poland or any of those places really um, but not everything in life should be about game not everything in life should be about chasing girls and the reason for Berlin is I've had a great love for that city for uh, well let's say at least five or six years so I've been there many years ago in the early 2000s for a visit um, and it was pretty uneventful, but then I went back in around 2011, 2012 uh, on a work trip and I spent some time there and I just really, really loved it. It just blew me away um, with, for a number of different reasons. I mean, the nightlife scene there is completely off the hook. It's far more crazy than anything you would now find in London for a start. You've got the history, you've got the kind of countercultural feel of the place you've got uh, all of these quirky venues that you can find. You've got, it's a very, also a very laid back atmosphere, a very liberal atmosphere, um, which may be not so pleasing to some people, but you know, it's a very creative sort of a place. And it became for a few years, a bit of a cliche actually for British people to go and move to Berlin because particularly from London, because London is very expensive. So London is this incredibly now sort of expensive millionaires playground type of place, which is fine and there's still a lot of fun to be had here, but um, it's tough to 
live a creative life here in the way that perhaps you once could because it's very very expensive in Berlin now Berlin's getting expensive as well so let's not kid ourselves Berlin is pricey and it's certainly more pricey than Budapest where I was um, a few weeks ago or and places in Poland there are cheaper places than you can that you could live than Berlin because Berlin now is becoming a very desirable um, sought-after place but nevertheless it's less expensive than London it um, has a greater latitude or freedom for people seeking to make a creative career for themselves as opposed to a corporate career um, and on top of that also we've got the whole Brexit thing going on at the moment in the UK and God knows really what's gonna happen with that or you know what the, what the end game of that's gonna be but certainly while we're still in the European Union which is unless something drastic happens until March 2019 um, you know we, we still have freedom of movement we still have the ability to work wherever we want and position ourselves wherever we want so you know what I just I just thought well to hell with it I'm gonna make the jump because if I don't do it now then it could potentially be more difficult in the future but hopefully not but we'll see what happens with that so you know that that's another reason for it really and also as well I was um, very lucky to be in the position a couple of years ago to be able to invest in a property in Berlin so I actually have a small uh, apartment in Berlin anyway which is mine um, which means that I can go and live there and not pay any rent basically because I, I you know it's my place so that I already have a home there anyway so for me and I've got friends there and everything else so for me um, it's a pretty simple transition really all it is is buying an air ticket going over there unlocking the door putting the suitcases down and there I am and I've you know I've worked there already I've recorded uh, episodes of this show from there before um, you know so it's not the kind of drastic transition that that it might be um, you know if I was coming from say the States and I'd never been to Europe before or something like that so you know very very exciting times and there's I mean I've gone through all of that very quickly but there's a whole load of content um, that I could pull out of that so you've got the minimalism thing you've got the um, you, you, you've got the living abroad thing you've got the digital nomad piece uh, you've got reflections on game um, lifestyle design and also what will be coming up very soon is leaving the corporate world and um, that's something that I've got to Really, I'm just now looking at when to let my employer know, probably in the next week or uh, next week or so, I guess. I'm just trying to look at it logistically at the moment and see if there's any advantage to staying any longer. But um, I think really having now got this far, it's time to just take the, the plunge. So, um, and my intention, and I say this now, is once I leave the corporate world to never return to it. So effectively there is no plan b i go to berlin i work for myself i have to find a way to make it work because i don't ever want to put myself back into a corporate situation i want to be entirely free from that and i can and i will be you know it's it's we are no longer tied to the corporate machine if we don't want to be just simply because of the nature of everything that we now have at our disposal, the technology, the, um, the internet, um, all of the different 
bits of kit that we've now got online. So for example, recording this, up hosting it on SoundCloud, and then putting it onto iTunes. You know, now I have my own radio station effectively that I can broadcast from in my bedroom. Um, you know, when it, at what other point in the history of the world could I have done that before? So, you know, things are changing. The corporate world is no longer the safe option because automation and downsizing and the probably inevitable tanking of the UK economy that's going to take place in the next couple of years uh, all don't paint a very rosy picture of employment, corporate employment over here, even if you were keen to, to, to be in that world, which I'm certainly not. So a whole host of different bits of strands of content that I can pull out and I will pull out and be talking about in much more detail individually as we go forward but at the moment I'm kind of just living through this journey this sort of unusual passage in my life and so there is a feeling of dislocation because I went from a comfort zone now a comfort zone is a strange thing because it's comfortable but you might not necessarily like it um, so there's a paradox there and funnily enough I was in for many years a comfort zone of living in London, earning you know good money from my corporate jobs, going out, pulling girls, uh, partying, and building up huge debts as well, which is another thing that I can talk about in subsequent episodes. So having a very, on the, on the one hand, good time, in inverted commas, but on the other hand, you know, there's a cost to that, and the cost was psychological, emotional, and financial as well. So, you know, I look now at my financial situation, there, there is debt there, which I, I'm now in a position to sort out. But, um, but yeah, and I think in a way, and again, there's no excuse to be made because, you know, we should all be frugal and we should budget and we should work very hard on, um, you know, our, finan our finances as well as everything else in our lives. But, I do think if you put yourself in a position where you're not happy, because fundamentally you're not living in, in accordance with your core, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, So I'm working in a corporate job, which I don't like. I'm then trying to find ways to mentally to escape that. You know, how can I, you know, what can I do? What holiday can I go on? What travel can I do? What hotel can I go and stay in? To take me away from the fundamental feeling that I'm not living in accordance with my true values. And so, you know, then you build up debt and there's consequences to all of that stuff. So my comfort zone in one way was a comfort zone, but it was becoming increasingly less habitable. And it was also a comfort zone that, if I'm honest, I, in many ways I didn't particularly like. So something had to change. And I've been aware of this for a, a long time really now. And finally, the plans are coming to fruition and the changes are starting to be made. And you know, it feels pretty weird. It can feel momentarily pretty odd. I moved into this place in Shoreditch the other, during this week, I just thrown, I paid somebody 500 pounds to throw all of my stuff away, most of my stuff away. I took my suitcases in an Uber across to an Airbnb flat in Shoreditch. I dumped my stuff in there. Um, you know, it's a different environment. It's not, it's, it's fine, but it's not, um, it's not homely like the other place was. It's, you know, it's an odd time. It's a, it's a period of transition. But 
and this is the message of this podcast really, I think that we have to break out of our comfort zones. I think we have to be prepared to go through transition. I think we have to be prepared to go through dislocation in order to come out better off in all ways on the other side. Now, in a way, it's a bit of a cliche to say that, isn't it? You know, it's a kind of a self-helpy cliche. Don't stay in your comfort zone, do something different, take risks, blah, blah, blah. And on the one hand, you might look at that and say, well, yeah, but how do you know? You know, how do you, how do you know that's going to be better? Isn't there a countervailing point of view which says, well, just play it safe and, you know, if you're happy, you're happy. Just, you know, keep your comfort around you and, and just be grateful for that. And... Yeah, possibly there is, you know, possibly. I mean, I'm making these changes now. I don't know what's gonna happen as a result of them definitively because I can't, you know, I can't. I've got a vision, I've got aspirations, I've got a lot of ambition, I've got a lot of drive and energy, and I have a very clear view of where I want to be and I'm gonna do everything I can in my human power to make that happen. But of course, I can't definitively say where I'm gonna be because I can't see into the future as none of us can. But <clears throat> I suppose when I took a step back and I looked at my life, I thought, well, <clears throat> you know, how do I want this to look? In when, you know, never mind laying on your deathbed, how do I want this to look where in when in you know a few decades' time I look back? I mean, do I really, you know, if I've got one life on this planet and then I'm gonna be dead for eternity and I don't get a second chance. Do I really want to look back and say, yeah, I lived in the same city for most of my life and I did a series of jobs and I made a bit of cash and blah, blah, blah. Or do I want to say, well, I took a big risk, I did something really different, I took myself out of my comfort zone and I entirely changed the course of my life. And I think really, it's kind of got to be the latter, hasn't it? I think it's got to be. I mean, even if I fall flat on my face and things don't work out as I wanted, and all the rest of it, I, to, to not make that move, to not take that risk, I think would be letting myself down in some very fundamental way. And I think that's why I need to do it. Because I, I know deep down what I need to be doing. I know what I'm good at. I know where my skills are. And I want to be working to them rather than working for somebody else, applying skills that are perhaps not you know, the optimal ones that I could apply, if that makes sense. So that's kind of where things are. Now, the other thing I would say about Berlin is that it doesn't mean that I'm now going to be stuck in Berlin for the next 10 years, because Berlin is really, you see, the thing is, right, in this day and age, it doesn't really matter where we are based. If you can work online, if you can work yourself and you can work online, then you are, you become location independent. So for me, Berlin is a very, very convenient base because it's a major European city. It is really the, you know, it, it, it will certainly, when the UK is left, it will become the foremost um, city in the European Union, without a doubt. It's where the power is centred. Um, but it's also got great transport links. You can get trains around to most of Europe. It's very easy to go over to Poland, to go to, say, Amsterdam, to go to Prague, to go to Budapest. You know, all of these places, it's very, very easy to get around Europe. And um, Berlin is a very, very good, low-cost, low-ish cost base because you've got all of the amenities that you would ever want in Berlin. You've got everything that you would need. You've got good internet. You've got, uh, you know, co-working spaces. 
um, galleries, restaurants, uh, you know, the business infrastructure and all the rest of it is all is all great, and the transport and everything. Um, <clears throat> but also, it's it's a very easy place to get around from. So, I don't want to be tied there. I mean, there's no reason why I can't then spend, you know, a month in Krakow, a month in Budapest, a, a couple of months in Ibiza, a month in New York, uh, or whatever it is. But certainly as a home base, it's low cost, it works, it's efficient. So... That is what I am looking at at the moment. And um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think that you will see uh, a difference in terms of the, um, you know, the output that I'm doing because I'm gonna have a lot more time uh, to, to dedicate to this podcast and my other writing and work. So there should be more books, more articles, more great value content coming out. And yeah, I'm really, looking forward to it. So I'm going to leave it there, but very keen to hear your thoughts on any of this, very keen to hear uh, what you think or if you've had similar experiences. So please do drop me a line uh, either on Twitter or drop me an email via my my website realtryfrancis.com and let me know. And I will speak with you guys again very soon. Bye-bye.